Oh man, what a get. Uh, oh dang. Oh, let's push the T out. I'm gonna be crazy. Um <laughs> Welcome, welcome back to the Out of the Berg podcast. I'm back as your host. Y'all my fellow co-hosts, Avery and Chris. How y'all been? Been good, man. Been good. Uh well, been tired. And I feel like I said it every week, but more so this week, to be honest. I had a lot of a lot of work to do this week. Yeah, a lot of work to do next week and the week after. And then I guess until like the is it it might be like that Wednesday after that, I'm done with this class. And even that week I got like three days to finish a project. <laughs> Cause I don't know why, but she decides to sign the biggest project of our class for the last three days of the class. Like, like we have time to make sure everything's correct by that point in time. It kind of sucks. Hey. But you know, I was just thinking, um, you've probably been in school for the, as long as this podcast has been running. Almost. Almost. Yeah, because every episode, you're like, I'm tired. I just want to pass this class. I want to go home. Like, I've been working nonstop. He doesn't take a break. I don't, bro. I'm tired. <laughs> I, I feel you on that, Chris. Hey, how you been, though? I've been good. Um, I'm just telling you guys a little bit off camera how crazy things are the last couple of weeks. Um, but, um, <laughs> yeah, everything. <laughs> anyway, yeah, everything's been going. Um, you know, we're working on some new projects at work. I'm kind of excited about that. So, yeah, things are pretty cool. Yeah, um, I say I've been cooling compared compared to the last the three uh, how it was three two weeks ago. Feeling a lot better. I went to Richmond last week, so I wasn't here last week. Uh, had a good time. Um, hanging out with my cousin, hanging out with you know a friend. Um, I just told hey. everybody that we I kicked both y'all off last week. Okay, mm-hmm. you always, you're always no, with this I, light, I heard always with this light skin thing, man. I, I, yeah, you know, yeah, you were talking about all that light skin noise. Like, you, know, like, you got to chill with that. So I kicked you off. Then Avery came on talking about some stuff I didn't want to hear. So I had to kick him off. I mean, I do talk a lot. So I don't know what I said. I apologize. Please forgive me, Master Chris. He was telling me the origin story of the ABCs. And I, I didn't care about our uh, alphabet origin of our language or whatever. I don't, you know, like, like I don't get me wrong. It's interesting and everything, but I just... I can't. So I had to kick you off last week. Speaking of which, <laughs> never mind. I can like go on a tangent right now, but <laughs> for the sake of time. Um, okay. They recently found some runestones out in Eastern Europe um, of a new link between Slavic, um, Slavic peoples and ancient Germanic language. Anyway, they were written on these runestones and um, they, it, it proved that the Slavs had to learn German. Um, it was a little bit weird. I'm I'm paraphrasing, but you get the idea. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I did see recently where they uh, think it was they found some uh, in- some drawings from ancient Spain or what in Spain, but they were like from a period where actually Homo sapiens weren't present in Spain. It was Neanderthals. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You seen that? Mm-hmm. I thought that yeah. was interesting because they were actually like pretty good drawings and stuff. And yeah. even though Neanderthals don't actually considered to be hum- 
humans by you know like definition but um, it's still it's it looks you know human to me um you just reminded me of something that dr umar said in the live that i'm not really a doctor i don't know man he's just funny <laughs> he, he's just one of those dudes it's just like He's just funny, man. And it's like he does it. He doesn't realize when he says stuff how funny it comes off. It's <laughs> but yeah, um, that's interesting, Chris. Very interesting. I did not know that. Very interesting. But yeah, um, everybody, you know, I could just tell, you know, everybody's energy is good. You know, Chris, I do think you need to get some rest. Uh, you know. Oh, I would advise that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I had to go to Richmond just to clear my head. You know, it was good. You know what I'm saying? To go back home um, in a place where you just feel like you're accepted and just everything just feels good. So, yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm doing good now. Um, you know, everything's cool over here. But, um, Pusha T. Oh, shit. That, that's what that says. Cool tattoo until ready. you realize that Mario <laughs> will be the one jerking. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I got it, bro. <laughs> yeah, my, my, Mario. Yeah, um, as you just look it down, you just but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want, it's to me. <laughs> it's me. No, he's gonna help you with. He's gonna help you with some white stuff. But speaking of white mm-hmm. stuff, push your T. Coke. Mm-hmm. Rap. A lot of coke. A lot of coke. Um, Chris, I think you listened to the album. We can I do did a little quick album review. What are your thoughts on this new Pusha T album? I really liked it, and it actually furthered my uh, own belief. That um, I don't know if I ever voiced this out on this podcast. I might have told it to you once, Peter. But there's never been a, at least to my knowledge, there's never been a uh, project that Pharrell was a part of that I disliked in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Even if he wasn't necessarily like involved with all the production stuff, I don't think there's ever been a project that I've listened to with Pharrell being a part of it. I've disliked. I didn't even know he was a part of it. Well, actually, when I like went back and listened to it, I kind of listened to it like two or three times, just to be sure, because it's not, it's not long. It's like thirty minutes. Yeah. But um, um, just listening to it, if you can, you can feel the frailness of it to me. It feels like did it um did it take away from the actual, you know, did it take away from the artist pusher team? No, not at all. Not at all. He still got a lot of cocaine bars out there. <laughs> Man. This oh, album. Are you, you, you done, Chris? Or? Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. This album. I told I told people in the group chat and just people I know in just in the hip-hop realm that the last album, Daytona, was a masterpiece. And I meant it. And I got a lot of pushback from that. Because oh, he doesn't talk about Coke and you know he's not it's not J. Cole or Kendrick where he's talking about substance. Some people have a lane that they specialize in and they're very good at it. Some of the I'll say this, Pharrell and Kanye, they really know how to get 
the best out of Pusha T. Mm-hmm. He saw like, and I always say like, because people always focus on the coke. I focus on everything else. I focus on how good the raps are, the production, and how sinister this guy is. He sounds very like, and I know if you if you literally listen to the album, Chris, mm-hmm. that laugh, bro, is as funny as the Jada Kiss laugh. That laugh gets me dying every time. I don't know if it's as funny as Jay Kiss laugh. It is funny, but I don't know about as funny as Jay Kiss laugh. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I think I'm not being stressed. But still. Because Jay Kiss laugh, you sometimes, if you come out of like nowhere, you don't, you don't even think about it coming and then it just does. It's true. That, that is true. But this laugh, this new ad lib laugh that he got, where he sounds like Joker, mm-hmm. is just hilarious. And then, but. The way he sounds sinister and his cadence—it's—it's—it's it's, it's good, man. It's—it's it's like I think he said he wants to be the Mark Sazy. Oh, I forgot the dude's name, the director, but Mark Sazy or something of coke rap or whatever. His this album could be a movie. Scorsese. Yeah, yeah, I think Scorsese. Yeah. yeah. This album can be a movie. Just the way it's been produced and the rap—it could be a movie. It's—it's it's special. Yeah, no, like he. And you're right. You can definitely feel a vibe come off his raps. Like if if you were to say he was like a bad guy in in like a movie, just based off of like the the vibe coming off of like like this entire album, I I, I could see that. I could see that. Like he he's the guy sitting in the chair at the end of the movie. I could see that. I, I told Dion right. Um, I don't. I I don't know if you remember the title tracks off the album, but. Um, just so you remember, if you remember that, do you know that remember that track on the album? It's the fifth track. It was it called? Just so you just so you remember. It's the I, fifth I, track. What was the uh wait, let me look. Can, do you think I could Yeah, play? yeah, yeah, because it's it's after the JC. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that record I said that needs to be in a Batman or Joker movie as Joker's theme song. That yeah. shit sounded like it was <laughs> like he was channeling Joker. I was like, "Hey, yo, this nigga is different." But like, even like even what you said about the production, like mm-hmm. the song is it open air or call my blood? Pharrell's using like a Ferris wheel sound. Mm-hmm. I was like, because like I saw I saw where they said it was Kanye and uh, Pharrell produced. I was like, bro, this is Pharrell. <laughs> this like Kanye might have been in there while he was producing it, but that was that was for real. But you can feel Kanye's production on. Well, you can feel Kanye's on, production on, on most of Pusha T stuff, like a lot of the time. But like this, yeah, this feels like for, for it, was, it feels like it was Pharrell all the way through to me. Yeah, I think the record that I feel like the most cop. There's a couple, you know, because I jotted it down. The record that I feel like. Was more Kanye was dreaming of the past. Uh, the third track, Diet Coke. Okay, yeah, Diet Coke. Yeah, uh, I think just so you remember was Kanye. I think, I think that's Kanye. I have to look back. Um, yeah, those are the records that I really feel is Kanye esque, but the rest of this feels more for real. Diet yeah. Coke, I can definitely agree with, and. Just so you remember, I can definitely agree with probably Kanye too. But still, even in those, it will no, not so much in Diet Coke, but and just so you remember, even 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 in that one, you can still you can still feel it to me. Yeah, you can still feel the for us. 
Uh, Hear Me Clearly is probably another one that is more Kanye too. Mm-hmm. That was that's another one. That, but yeah, you're right, man. Pharrell did. And let, let the smoke is shine. The coop. Oh, that's that second track. Mm-hmm. The way that thing come. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, this is the best album I've heard off uh, the top of the. I ain't gonna hold you. Like it's the best album I've that heard. That second track, you can't you can't tell me Pharrell wasn't part of that. Yeah, that, that, that's you a, can't. That, that, that's a that's a Pharrell track. That's yeah, a, <laughs> you, can't, you can't tell me it wasn't Pharrell. That, 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 the way that beat comes in. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was it was so crazy. My brother, like he he usually calls me, but like, he called me. He's like. Yo, Peter, man, you heard this album? This second track by Pharrell. Like Pharrell get <laughs> mm-hmm. Pharrell didn't say, but yeah, man. Um, not to you know put too much on this. I think for now, this is the best album I've heard this year. Just for now. And you know where we're going with this. For now. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I have to segue. Kendrick is coming back. May mm-hmm. 13th. How you feeling, man? How you feeling, fellas? We getting the Kendrick album in three weeks. <laughs> Feels good. Know, is it Feels confirmed? Good. Is it a confirmed, confirmed. album? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. 13th of May. Feels good. I'm happy. Like, you know, just, I'll be, I think I'll be done my class then, too, so I can just, you know, listen to that, you know, knock on wood, pray to God I, I do well enough for this class. Still got to be in there right now, but, you know, it's just, I, I already told y'all that circumstance, how that class kind of set up, so. No, hopefully I don't want to <laughs> fall back too far or anything. But um, again, knock on wood. But um, <laughs> uh, I'm. <laughs> What's that? You terrify me. Please continue. Yeah, no, I'm terrified of myself. Um, <laughs> but um, I was. I'm. I've been wait. We've all been waiting for years and years. We since since that kid they teased us with that dog on was it uh. uh was it Black Friday? Yeah, back was in 2017, 20- No, 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 no. That's a little too far. Black Friday was like after To Pick a Butterfly. Was it? Yeah, Black Friday was after. That was around Forest Hill Drive to Pimp a Butterfly. You're right. You said it wasn't that far back. Forest Hill Drive was in 2014. Yeah, it's that far. Yeah. Oh, wait, was that, was that when that came out? Yeah, yeah Black, Black Friday, Friday came out came 20- out then? No, Black Friday came out 2015. I'm pretty sure. 2015? 2015. 2017? No. I'm pretty sure it's no. 2017. Yeah, yeah. Look at it. I could be wrong. The Black Friday, because I remember Black Friday came out because they did all, he, he rapped over All Right. And he rapped over, and um, J. Cole rapped oh, over All Right. No, you were right. I'm right? Yeah, it was 2015. Yeah, it was 2015. Yeah, because he rapped over All Right. And then I think, what's it called? Rapped over, um, what's the record on Force Hill Drive? I forgot, but the hard drum hands in the air. I forgot the name of the song, but I the hook the, just forgot the name of the song. But yeah, I'll go go on, Chris. <laughs> okay, well, whenever I've been waiting a long time for this. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I didn't mean to cut kill your point, but no, no, nah, nah, you're good, you're good. I just you know it, it it feels like forever ago that came out. I mean, not even that long ago it came out. I mean, I guess 2017 would still be a while ago at this point in time. That's, That's five years. Five years. Yeah, it's five years at this point, but still. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, I've, I've been waiting a while, man. I, I've been ready. They they teased us a while ago. <laughs> you know, like how uh, at least once a year on Twitter, Kendrick would be trending because they'd be like, what if we put out an album this year? What if we put out an album this year? Because people are ready, man. People are, I think he was trending earlier this week uh, because, like, people... No, it was... It was uh, 
it was um it was on April Fool's Day. But everybody thought it was a joke, I think. So, so people people kind of felt indifferent about it. Like, ah, oh, you know, this is gonna be a joke. It's gonna be a joke. Yeah, and now okay. we find it is real. People, people probably, you know, feeling like me, man. You know, just like I don't even know how to express it right now. Like I've been so ready for this. And then you know all those J. Cole fans like, you know, J. Cole putting out music everywhere. And I love J. Cole, but I miss Kendrick. I go hold you. I like J. Cole, but I I don't really rock with J. Cole fans, but that's neither here neither here or there. Go Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, assuming if it's true, I am excited either way. Okay. Um, like you, Chris. I've been feeling for a Kendrick Lamar album for a while now. I thought he would drop in 2020. Pandemic happened, and I think me and my guys saying he was going to drop in 2020. Yeah, me, me and um, shout out to my dude Suave, uh, Montana, um, Jason. Um, we were talking about that like two years ago. Like, what if Drake, Kendrick, and J. Cole drop in the same week? It never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> J. Cole, J. Cole, and Drake. Dropped in 2021, their perspective, and then J. Cole's like, and then Kendrick's like, eh, I'm gonna I'm wait another year. So, um, I'm happy about it. Um, I, I, I really want to see what Kendrick does with this album. For me personally, I always feel like Kendrick drops when I'm going through something in life. I kid, I kid you not. I kid you what not. He, what if he was legit waiting for that too? He was like, you know, Peter, I see you having a hard time. Let me uh let me just drop this for you real quick. Yeah, good kid Mad dropped when I was about to go to community college mm-hmm. when I came back fresh from the States. And that title, Good Kid Mad City, kind of fit and that album come. My mom was driving a minivan. And that album, Good Kid, like the title, fit because I was living in Hagerstown at the time. And it was a mad city. So it was like stuff like that. Yeah, like little things like that you don't really realize. And then to Pimper Butterfly dropped. Right before I transferred to Frostburg, when I was looking for a college to to go to, and then um, damn dropped the semester before I was gonna graduate. Yeah, and if you remember that 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 album to me means a lot because that previous semester, like I was, you know, that shit with a lot of personal, like a lot of dumb stuff happened with me. You know, my hair, I had this height <laughs> so high. Oh, so, <laughs> and then after that album dropped that summer, I cut my hair, and all you, all of y'all said, "Peter, you look different, man. You look like you're about to get the Fortune 400 job. Like Peter, you usually dress like an old head with a Tupac shirt. Like you actually dressing like someone that's from this." <laughs> yeah, I, I said that because you, you was dressing all like the all the baggy stuff. I was like you wearing stuff bigger than me, and I got you by a smooth seventy pounds here, man. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm gonna tell you that album got me through that whole summer. That album, I'm like, damn, what damn was this? Damn, it, it really was. It really had an effect on how I like, you know, because at the time there was a lot of trash rap, and you know, you know how I was with Sion. Shout out to Sion, but you know, <laughs> but yeah, it really like I feel like he drops every time I'm like. You know, go about to do something in life. So I hope he tackles stuff that I can relate to with this album. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I, I want I want a feature from Nas or Andre 3000. Yeah. 
that'd be that'd be that'd be awesome. That'd be cool. I, I'd, I'd like that too. But I also really think like, and just like looking at some of the stuff he came out with, like you know, uh, like I'm almost 100 percent sure like Baby King's gonna be on there, mm-hmm. and like I could really see him doing like some more experimental type stuff. Not to say like it'd be weird or bad or anything. It'd just be like, oh, I didn't expect that from Kendrick. Stuff like that. Not uh-huh. not necessarily you're gonna be like top of the morning, top of the morning <laughs> type stuff. That's hot. That was hard though. I know it was hard, it was but you hard. don't you don't expect that. You don't expect yeah. that. Yeah. You know, I'll I'm, say I'm not saying it'll be say- exactly like that, but I do. I can definitely expect like it's gonna be something that we haven't we haven't even considered from Kendrick. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I, I really don't know. I told. Uh, I was talking to Dion about it because he's also a big Kendrick guy. Like he could like try something where it's like untitled, unmastered, mm-hmm. but actually finish everything. Like actually, it's finished tracks with an idea mm-hmm. behind it. Like said that type of. But really, you don't know what when it comes to Kendrick because all his albums are different. You know what I'm saying? So different message, I'm a, different story. Yeah, well, yeah, me and him were actually saying like we're actually comparing them to like Outcast because like you see how Outcast every album was different, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, I I, I can't wait for it. Oh, and the album's called uh, Mr. Morrow and the Big Steppers. Yeah, yep. it. So is this just the trend? I mean, like a couple years ago, back in 2018. 20- 19 it was all about the 80s and the 80s paraphernalia um and then we have you know bruno mars and anderson pack coming out with these new sounds with silk sonic and uh, uh leave the door open basically and that was like things from like you know early 70s late 80s i mean late 70s early 80s so hopefully we can get some cool music collabs with this new album That'd be cool too. That'd be a cool collab too. Yeah. Oh, Anderson Pack. That would be a good collab. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be a great collab. Yeah, I That's like a good idea. Mentioned- I like that. Yeah, I like how you mentioned. <laughs> that'd be really that, good. You're right. I feel like every once in a while, like with certain artists, they rebring a certain thing back. Even with Pusha T, if you really listen to it, this this stuff sounds like some stuff from the nineties and the two thousands. Yeah. Let's just be real. Let's just be real. <laughs> But it works. But it works. But it's but but they made it sound modern. So like, I feel you. I feel you on that. I, I could see that. I could definitely see that. But but yeah, um, Kendrick is coming back. Uh, we us on the Out of the Burke podcast. We are very very happy um, to uh, hear that. But we're gonna have some two uh, topics. Well, the next two. Well, this next one. We're talking about Kendrick. We're talking about Pussy T. And at times we do talk about J. Cole on here, even though the J. Cole fans can be a little bit weird. Um, but recently GQ said some blasphemy. He said that Future is the best rapper alive. Now, before I go, any thoughts? You said GQ was in GQ magazine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. What? You know what? I'm not surprised. Those guys, they're out there. They're, they're out there. I mean, they gave Paul Rudd the sexiest man alive. Right? <laughs> Ago, I mean, I guess that works for some people. I mean, I guess I don't find it attractive, but you get what I'm saying. But it's like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you, bro. It's like I don't, <laughs> I don't know what criteria they were using. 
I have no idea. <laughs> I don't mean, like. They went from Brad Pitt in 2004 he i like the last time he won was like back in 2014 2015 i mean i get it you know the the beauty standard changes or whatever but i'm like mm-hmm. what was the actual criteria like where's the rubric i need to see on scoreboards oh your boy um he just elbow won a couple years ago and then it's just like I guess mm-hmm. just ss maybe they just use like uh clout <laughs> as like oh, as, as as the as a criteria then Cause I don't, I don't know how future would be considered in any. No offense to all the future has out there, but I don't see how he's considered the best rapper alive. Like, he's not even top five. He's not top ten, really. Like, I'm not, like you talking about like club stuff. I'm sure he goes crazy in the club because you know you can listen to Future, whole album, think it's the same song, and never have to worry about anything. You don't play uh, thirty different songs and everybody think the same song and they just like oh. DJ played this song again for me because I wanted to hear it again. It was the same song, and he didn't have to worry about it because it's like that. He just stuff be sound the same to me. And stuff is the same. Um, I was Sion was here. Feature, uh, because he he would play Devil's Advocate, but Peter, uh, you gotta think about. Listen, man, you changed the best rapper of nothing. Like, what like is, just like in what context, <laughs> man? Like, honestly, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it's just like, is he number one in sales? <laughs> is he? Listen, the reason why I don't get if this was like maybe 2015 when he put out the uh, Dirty Sprite 2. Oh, yeah, right? Dirty Sprite 2. At that time, he wasn't the best rapper, but he was the hottest rapper at the time. Sure. Like, he, he could, like, I, when I went to Frost, when I came to Frostburg that first semester, Mm-hmm. It was, I think, it was that summer that dropped, and it was that fall. Dog, all I heard was this: uh, "Daddy Sprite Two everywhere." That fall, oh. and then went on to that winter semester too. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, they were. Future was like like that around that time, but like now, when's the last time he dropped an album? I I don't hit like Future is like relevant in culture because of like. The jokes and the toxic stuff. Remember what we're talking about? Yeah, I was about, about to say, he's like, he's still relevant because all the toxic stuff he be doing. Yeah, but like, <laughs> as far as music, I don't even like, what has he put out that's been good? Like, really, it's, everything's he, he's put like. Like, his most, most memorable bar to me, like, in recent time was on that Black uh, Black Panther track. Oh, you know, like, the la di da di da. Oh, problem right now. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not even that's not even his. That's that's from oh, yeah, uh, that's from uh, Juicy J. Yeah. yeah, he took that track from somebody. I mean, not not the lot, not the not Lottie the Lottie Lottie part. Not Lottie the Lottie Lottie that, that's an eighties record. That's an eighties. Yeah, that's, that, no, that's um, oh, what's the dude's name? The dude with the patch on his eye, Slick oh, Rick. Uh, Slick Rick, Slick Rick. Yeah. yeah, he's back in the. I think he can come back in the country now. I yeah. know he had a he had to leave, but he can come back now. But, but yeah, um, you were saying, Chris? Yeah, no, I was just, I was just saying, like that was, uh, that was like that, that, that's the most memorable uh, bar he had for me for, for like in a while that I can think of. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how this was even qualified. Was he just like, has he been doing like other stuff other than music lately? I don't know. Everything about Future that I hear is just toxic. That toxic man stuff that people like to push. And oh, and you know what's funny? Now they're saying that Jada Pinkett Smith is the 
the female version of future, like stuff, stupid Dang. stuff like that. It's disrespectful, but uh, leave people, leave people's wives alone. They will slap you out here. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but back to the few, like he, he's not, I wouldn't even put him over a little baby or the baby. Like forget the real rappers. I wouldn't even put him over him. <laughs> he's not. And for like the last big, his last real big record was the uh, Molly Percocet. What's the song? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, mask off mask off mask off and that was his last real big record everything else has kind of been very average and mid if you ask me you know what i'm saying so hey man shout out the future shout out the future for you know doing whatever he's doing to get that type of look but elliot wilson we need to take your hip-hop card because you wrote that article <laughs> Elliot Wilson is you know Elliot Wilson from Rob Radar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you did that. We need to take your card. Yeah, but ugh. But on to other rappers. Uh, ASAP Rocky. He got arrested um, uh, in the airport of being connected to a shooting. Uh, coming back from being with Rihanna and Barbados. Uh, so he's a DSS member, but. Damn it, man. Oh, I envy I envy you ASAP Rocky. <laughs> he took Rihanna from you? He took Rihanna from Drake. That makes me feel better. <laughs> Rihanna was out of the game for a minute. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, yo. They're going to they gonna, they gonna take this out of context. Peter hates light skins. But, yeah, but, but what are your thoughts? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know... I'm getting arrested and being attached to a shooting, which I think is weird. Yeah, I think that's weird too. And it's like, I don't, to be honest, I don't know how to feel about that. Cause it's just like, is he, is he still like affiliated with that type of stuff currently? Kind of know he's been like all into fashion and stuff. So it kind of feels like, kind of feels like a weird turn unless he just never really got out of it. And we just weren't aware, you know? Um, I think from what I heard and I think, Somebody in our group chat said this. It's something from like it's an inter- it's internal beef within the ASAP family. I think they said ASAP either shot at somebody in that ca- in his camp or something happened because one of them dudes said they snitched on Rocky. That some somebody in the family in there like ASAP mob family snitched on Rocky. So that's what they're essentially alluding to. Um, or what I've been hearing, but I, all I got to say is, man, ASAP Rocky, you got the baddest joint in the world right now. I have a child with the baddest woman in the world. And as you see how I'm talking, I'm sad because it can't be me. Don't mess it up, man. You're DSS. You, you're part of the DSS, man. Don't mess it up. You're part of the DSS. Like, I'm rooting for you, but I'm kind of hating a little. You know what I'm saying? Because it can't be me. But don't ruin it, man. Like, you don't got to hold in the... I, I, I don't know what what actually happened, but you got to avoid stupid situations like this. And not and forget the silly shit I said about DSS or whatever, or you having Rihanna. Your brand, your money, you know, your name. You know what I'm saying? You have, these are things you have to protect. And when you get to that... Because like he's, he's been killing it with the fashion more than mm-hmm. even the music. When you get to that point, you need to get that type of energy away from you. You know what I'm saying? So that's my thoughts on it. 
and Rihanna. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't really know what to say other than like, why? Even even if you are having like a beef, why would you? Uh, first off, if if like if you shooting that one of your own people, then that's not your people anymore. First off, and second off, I don't know why you would even do it. And, and and if you are for some reason so upset that you felt you got to shoot at somebody, and you rich as ASAP Rocky, why would you do it yourself? Kind of reminds of a of an individual of a shred guy who's been alleged of doing that. Rock, you know, kind of reminds me of that. Like, why do you have a gun in the car, and you have a whole bodyguard, and the yeah, gun is with you. you? But that's that. But that, that that's still not the case. Problem, <laughs> <laughs> child. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's you know our thoughts on the um whole ASAP Rocky thing. Last thing I think. On hip hop, before we get well, before we get into some more, a few more topics, and then the questions, uh, I want to say this: rest in peace, DJ K Slay. Uh, he passed away. Was it last week, or was it sometime uh, this week? Yeah, early this week. I was about to say, it was. It was. It was like. Was it Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah he passed away Tuesday. Um, I'm a man. It's a blow for underground hip hop because. People don't know the importance of DJ K Slay. He's the reason for like a lot of these rappers, like the Papooses, the Fabulous, Cameron, um, Nas, all of these dudes that like had maybe a career fall or like they were coming up. He helped them elevate. Like Fat Joe, all of these dudes, he helped them. Like the funniest story I know from K Slay was um when Kendrick was coming on, right? And, you know, the perception of Kendrick when he was coming on is that he was like a nerd or like, a, you know, the rapidly rap dude that looks like a like a dweeb or whatever. So he said, yo, Kendrick used to come over to me and he started rapping a double, the double, the double, the double, the double. And I'm like, yo, that's nice. But man, I'm with I'm, I'm in a restaurant. Like, come, come. Then he see me again. I'd be like. Uh, uh, doing an event, he come, yo, Slay, I got a freestyle. Let me do it for you. Double the double the. I'm like, yo, man, I'm doing some work over here, man. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a come listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> so just to see like the dedication from Kendrick and him, just still like saying, okay, dude, I get it. You nice. I'm gonna bring you on my show. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy? Ten years, like ten years ago, or maybe even more longer, he put J Rock, uh, Nipsey. And Hendrick in a freestyle, like it's a freestyle of them when they were all coming up. So just to see that all of these dudes blossomed, mm-hmm. you know, rest in peace also to uh, Nipsey. And J Rock's been doing this thing now. Yeah. Hendrick's become Kendrick. He feel like, okay, his ear is, has a good ear for hip hop. Yeah, yeah. So rest in peace to him. I, I could go, I could, I have a lot of DJ K Slay stories, but. Uh, Papoose is the one that he really um put on, put on as far as like his artist. So I know Papoose probably going through it, but yeah, rest in peace, Case Slay. Rest in peace, Case Slay. Yeah, so um, what's next for us to you know we talk? Let's, let's talk about these. Yeah, the, so the Kardashians. <laughs> Before we get into this other one, uh, the Kardashians. Uh, they're getting sued by um. Black China. I'm not going to get into the details of that lawsuit because it's really ridiculous. But there's one thing I want us to discuss. 
Black China put a gun, allegedly put a gun to his head and said, uh, Oh, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. You said his. You need to rewind that, my man. You're talking about to the brother, right? Yeah. Okay. Black Black China put. But uh, Black China and Rob Kardashian. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna talk about I'm the, the gender gender one. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. There was something about um Kylie Jenner, but like I said, I don't want to get some of this other stuff. Yeah, I, I can't even tell them apart. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> it's really a silly lawsuit, but <laughs> something came up that really kind of irked my nerve, and I feel like we should talk about. Black China says she put a gun. Well. They're saying that she put a gun to his head. And her response was, that was a joke. Yes, Chris. That's her. That was her. This is Bozo of the Week worthy. I actually put the, put the sound effects somewhere in here. When you yeah, if you yeah. didn't say put that. Put the sound I, I, effects I, I, in here. Put the sound effects in There was a lot of stuff she said in the lawsuit that I, 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 I will talk off there because she's really, the lawyer needs to get fired. That's all I got to say. But this is one of the things. I'll just say this. You're suing them. Wait, she's the one suing. She's the one suing. And she's the one who put the gun up to his head. No, but let me tell you what she's suing for. She's suing for the Kardashians conspiring to end her show with Rob. Right? $100 million, right? And they said that they ended the show for her for their son's safety with you because you were allegedly cuckoo. They said you put a gun to this man's head. And your response is, that was a joke? This is really Bozo the Week um, type of energy. Black China, you're in, um, that's not that you don't do, I, I don't care what, I don't care what it is. That's not no joke. This ain't Russian roulette. Or whatever. I don't even think that's a joke. That's something you can actually die from if you don't take care. Like, mm-hmm. what? You know what <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, yeah, I don't man. have much to say. I know she was in, like, news recently talking about how she was a, a single mother and she doesn't get no child support from from her baby fathers. But then I know Rob and uh, the, uh, Tiger both went on, <laughs> went on after her saying, uh, well... I have full custody of of uh, our child, so you don't get you don't get the child support. She only sees, she only sees the kid like twice a week, and that should yeah. tell you something. Cause yeah, I'm telling you with with uh, cases like that, they tend to give it to them. They tend to give the child to the mom, and both keep- fathers have the have the uh, the child children, and that should tell you something about her. Yeah. So, listen, man. If you're gonna sue the Kardashians, man, at least be smart. Like I said, there's some other stuff she said in this lawsuit or in this case that is really gonna like. But this was when I heard this, I was like, yeah, we have to talk about this. And I also want to take it from this angle. We talk about toxic masculinity. But we also have to talk about like this toxic female thing. Like, because if it's a man putting a gun to a woman's head and he said he's joking, mm-hmm. 
that ain't gonna fly. I I don't feel like it's cool for a female to say, "Yeah, I put a gun." They say it was a joke. Like, yeah, a man should take ain't that. No joke. That's not a joke. So, um, black channel, you need some some spiritual healing. Um, you need a lot, bro. Because if you if because he tweeted, uh, I think a couple weeks ago. You know that thing you just said about the uh, whole tiger and um, the child support thing. She said she's barely, she's barely making ends meet, and she had to sell a couple of cars, like three cars or something like that. And I'm like, what kind of cars were they? Probably high end, expensive ones. I mean, yeah, like a- you have your OnlyFans, you have. You go for club, well, now maybe the pandemic slowed you up. You, you can't do club appearances anymore. But you've had enough clout to make some money on your own. Like, what more do you want? I just don't, I don't get it. I'm not going to judge. I, I just don't get it, B. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't get it. And then you tell the judge you haven't filed your taxes. The last time you filed your taxes was in 2015. This is the thing I said I was gonna tell y'all off. I'm telling you guys. He said she hasn't filed it since 2015. <laughs> add, add another sound effect there. Man, he's doing this. Your lawyer had to be. I don't know what lawyer she hired. Because she don't. Boy, Uncle Sam's coming for you. That lawyer probably just got paid to be there, honestly. Lord, not mercy. Or put on a good show. Yeah, um, you know, uh, you know, of course you add the sound effects in here and, and well, the places you feel to people are dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, speaking of dumb people, I always say there are a few people in life you just leave alone. Suge Knight would be one of them. Um, yeah. You know, now he's older, but then there was another guy in the 90s that you just you stay away from. Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Uh of late, he's been a very nice, peaceful guy. He's not like how he was back in the day where he would just bite He's more like a off. father figure right now. Yeah, a father figure. Like, back in the day, Mike Tyson would threaten to... Yeah, Mike... Uh, there's a clip of him threatening people. I'm not going to say what he said because mm-hmm. it's very crazy. If you watch... Have you watched the King's Peel sketch? hmm Yeah. Chris knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen a few of his... Uh... Seen a few of his little stuff like that, you know. He's a he. He was a wild guy. Yeah, yeah. I'll eat your children, you know. Uh, yeah, that that type of stuff. Yeah, he's crazy. But um, still, you got to thread like I don't care if the man has changed for the uh for God. You leave people like that alone. This white dude at the airport thought it was cool to heckle him, and allegedly throw a bottle at him. Yeah, yeah. And guess what, my. And guess what Mike Tyson did? Punched him in the face a couple of times. This is a, mm-hmm. You had to put him to sleep a little bit. A lot of bit. That because he was old, he could get over on Mike Tyson. He still got a mean jab. Have you seen him in his um, training videos? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I got scared for the person that was holding that. Ch- I got scared for him. <laughs> I want to be like, oh, God. How much are they paying you to hold that? Because, boy, <laughs> but yeah, Honestly, I even looking at those videos, like, I, I feel like, granted, I don't I don't know necessarily feel when, 
with some of those heavier blows he was putting on. He was, uh, you know, putting on that person who, who was uh, holding that bag, man. I feel like he got hurt like another professional, like in current day still. I don't feel like a lot of people taking that just like, that didn't hurt. I can't see that. Those were taps. I'm good. <laughs> I can go another <laughs> round. Like, I'm not saying it's going to take him out or nothing, but they they're going to feel every piece of that blow. Lightweight, baby. <laughs> Lightweight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rocky. Oh, sorry. No, you good. You good. But yeah, I think um just you just leave people like leave like my my type like come on man. I don't care if he's 60. How old is he? You know what I'm saying? You leave Mike Tyson the fuck alone. He's I think he's in his probably in his fifties, right, Chris? I think I think he's mid fifties. Mid fifties, yeah. He's yeah, so you leave yeah, people like that. He's how old? Fifty. Uh, you got, got it right, Chris. So, yeah, yeah. A, a, another bozo effect for the heckler. If you think you're gonna get some money from this, no, you don't heckle people. He's an instigator. Instigate. Don't instigate and heckle people. Reminds me of a of a story. Well, I don't know if I'm gonna tell you, but Mike Tyson was chasing um was chasing a security guard that was messing or that was messing with uh. That was being an asshole to Fat Joe and uh, Big Pun. Mm-hmm. And this big bulky dude was running around the car scared of Mike Tyson. Like, I'm going to catch you. I'm, I'm going to catch you. Like, like <laughs> so when I hear stories. Dude, Mike like, Tyson is a scary dude, man. When I hear stories like, like that. Some pound, six foot, like, heavyweight champion in the world at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How old he is. Yes. When I hear stories like that, I'm like, why would you try? When you see Mike Tyson, you just say, I'm my brother. And you just keep it moving. I don't know. Bang. You brother, say, yes, sir. No, sir. And you move out the way. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm just him and him, Deontay, any heavyweight, honestly. Yeah, honestly. Motherfuckers know. That's a Deontay Wilder. He'll hit you with one. Oh yeah, he gonna hit you around the crown of your head. <laughs> Fucking, you gonna be, you gonna wake up in the year twenty twenty six. Mm-hmm. You dig, but you wake up a foot short. <laughs> yeah, punch your spine into itself. But yeah, let's get into uh, some of these questions. Uh, we'll go through some of Actually, you know the first question that popped up? What's your opinion about Mike Tyson beating up the passenger? <laughs> uh, yeah, we basically said it. He's an idiot. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. <laughs> I think, yeah. Um, oh, it's an interesting one. What are your thoughts on the new King Push album? That versus Daytona. It's an interesting mm. Shout out to Dion for asking this question. <laughs> um, I don't quite. Th- <sighs> this is hard question. Okay, I can't. For me, I think Daytona, as of right now, mm-hmm. is better. But 
give this time, I may say it's better than Daytona. Daytona was more of like a short masterpiece. What him and Kanye did. Mm-hmm. I have. To, I just got the. You know, it's crazy. I got the vinyl. They delivered the vinyl to me today. Of all, yeah, I saw that you posted that earlier. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Daytona is another masterpiece that I'm like, ooh. But the, right now, the way this is bumping, yeah, I think I it's kind of hard to like put them together too because Daytona's like what seven songs, yeah, and this one is thirteen, so it's twice the length of it. Yeah. So I don't know if you put like the seven greatest songs on uh, mm. uh what was this joke called again? Uh it's it's not is it it's it's not dry something it's something about dryness. Yeah, almost it's almost dry. dry. Almost dry. So you put the greatest seven of it's almost dry versus Daytona seven. Uh I don't, I don't know, dude. Not to mention again, I'm a I'm a sucker for uh I'm a sucker for uh for Pharrell type projects, so I'm gonna say it's almost dry right now because it's just it's almost. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say it's almost dry. <sighs> Gave me brain freeze because that was a fuck. That's a great fucking question. <laughs> All right, so just a zoom in, my you, seven. You, like you got real. Like it's it's half the length of Daytona. If we cut da- cut it down to its best seven, is it is it still the like not as good? It's just because uh, I'm going okay. I'll just say my favorite seven so far. So Brambleton, let the smokers shine. Uh, let the smokers shine. The coops, dreaming of the past. I'm gonna go with neck and rest. That's four. Just so you remember, Diet Coke. And I would just say, call my bluff as the seventh one because I could do call my bluff or hear me clear. I could interchange those two. I like call my bluff too. Come. Versus Daytona. I go to Chris. I'm a brave. I don't know. I'm. I'm. A, I'm. A, uh, I'm. A, I'm. A because I'm, I'm like honestly, if you think about it, Daytona, is almost a like large, larger EP. The way it's, it, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it is. Because like I'm, an EP I'm, would be like no more than maybe like five, five songs. Yeah, know? yeah. But I'm, it's it's only got seven. Yeah, let me go. Let me go through Daytona real quick. Okay. Um, I'm still gonna roll with Daytona for now because I just look at that track list. There's nothing shit I'm fucking there's nothing on there I'm skipping. I'm gonna just go Daytona because it's been out longer and I'll play that shit like it was cracked when it was out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go just because of how I was playing it. But if I'm being real, I don't know. Cause the seven I just mentioned all from it's almost dry. Yeah, I'm gonna just give it to Daytona just because I've 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 digested it more. But I will hold you, Chris. Give me maybe like a couple months. I'm probably on your side. Because <laughs> <laughs> Pharrell put his foot in. Pharrell and Kanye. All of the production on all both albums are mm-hmm. just cra- like we gotta have a conversation about Pusha T and where he ranks. Because y'all y'all niggas y'all and y'all know who y'all are. Y'all, for certain rappers, y'all want to put in a box and say, well, just judging off of quality, mm-hmm. quality alone, these past two these past, these past two Pussy T albums have been as good as any J. Cole album. And, and I'm going to say this too. 
if you put two of Kendrick's best albums, this may come. I'm not going to go as, as far as saying as good, but it can compete. It can compete. It can compete. But as far as J. Cole so albums, chose, like you skipped violence and went straight to war. <laughs> you chose war. No, I stand, I, oh, as, far, oh, as far as the J. Cole thing, I stand on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's be real. Who's playing the offseason right now? Only a few people. I, I, I'm, I'm guaranteeing you that this Pussy album has more lasting power than offseason. But that's me. But the Kendrick part, I said Daytona and this, it can compete. And I don't think it'll be better than Kendrick's shit. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. He's... Either of those statements you made, you're choosing war. You're choosing a full-out uh, war. Listen, Forget the as violence. Far, violence as far, is as far, the byproduct of As huh? far as the J. Cole point, I put my foot down 100%. Wow. Bring two of J. Cole's best albums with these two? I, I put my... The only album that you probably... That's a mixtape. Friday Night Lights, I'll give you, I'll give you that. But... I don't think Born. I, I don't think Born Sin is better than Daytona. <laughs> don't look. Don't look. Don't look at your after this come out. Don't look at any of your uh, DMs or whatever for about two three weeks. All right. Hey man. The J, hey, the J Cole fans already <laughs> think I hate J Cole. Listen, I don't hate J Cole, but y'all worship this dude. I don't worship any of these rappers. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't care. I get my opinion. I don't care. You know, but yeah, I think push we. Sh- it, regardless of if you agree with what I said or not, I think the conversation as far as him should be, you know, better. You know, that was my point. But, you know, if I said anything controversial, at me. RDC World, at me. At us. If you don't like what I said about J. Cole, y'all worship that dude. Uh, Jermaine Cole, yeah, you worship that dude. Jesus Christ. Right, what's the next question? <laughs> Thoughts on album sales and rap music. Does it matter? Yes and no. Yeah. Well, well, first off, like, yes, it does. Like, it doesn't necessarily, like, dictate the the quality of the rapper themselves. But it, it like, as a, like, like I talked about uh, previously on here, talking about the comedians and stuff, like, rappers are also businessmen or, well, entrepreneurs, because, you know, they're lady rappers as well, if you want. So entrepreneurs and if you can't sell your product, you can't get paid. Like you you can have the best product out there, but if you're not getting paid, then or, or if people are not listening to it, you're not selling your product, you're not selling your product, what are you doing? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, I say yes and no. And the reason for my no, I'll explain. But I say let me start with off the D S. Yes, because um, like you said, it's a product, you have to sell that shit gotta move it um and it means something especially if you're an artist like j cole kendrick drake or even like a mid or people will say mid tier like uh what's the dude's name like joy badasses or like uh it means something to the point of how your deal is structured the business of it from Mm -hmm. that point of view I don't think it's as important in culture today as in far as how you measure success of an album because I think what's replaced that 
is the artist brand and what the artist is into outside of rap. You know what I'm saying? I think um, back then we looked at sales like it was the mega thing because that's all you had to lean into, right? Mm-hmm. But say like you have merchandising, you have other business ventures and you have a brand like Meek. Meek has a brand, right? Yeah. Wale has a brand. Like these artists have legit brands that are like outside of rap where like if they sell 55,000, it doesn't reflect on their success because they have other stuff that, you know, determines how big they are or like um, how we measure them. Whereas back in the day, you ain't had like it's it was hard to get like merch and stuff and hard to get endorsement deals. So you have to lean into doing well for your first week sales. I don't. Well, I mean, I do agree with that, but I don't know if I necessarily agree with like, like the selling like fifty thousand and only like the first week or whatever. Because like, I feel like sales like of an album also dictate like whether or not you can take this like you you can go on tour for with that album, and then that that also is like a large portion of like what they make too. Like, don't get me wrong, like. Merch and like all of the stuff for your branding too is you know like extremely important, but like that's also stuff that you be bringing with you like on tour. So if if you can't if you can't go around the country or wherever around the world around your city wherever 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 you will be touring around, and you can't sell your merch or you can't do this that and the other. I'm not saying you can't do it online because you know like you can do anything online these days. Okay. But like I feel like the the marketing success of your album is also like a very important thing. Yeah. And it's all, well, I, I agree with you there on the touring part. Cause like if you're a Drake selling 50,000 is an L because you're an artist that like, when you say you're doing a show, you're expecting over a hundred thousand people to show. Mm-hmm. Doing 50,000 doesn't reflect that. Cause depending on where you're at, you're doing big stadium shows. Drake's doing big stadium shows. He ain't doing no, uh, club appearance or like a, a small set, but like a guy like Freddie Gibbs, if he sells seventy five, his fan base is a little lower. It's on a smaller trim. It's more like um, hip hop heads that are like um, on a smaller scale, like yeah. kind of underground, but not underground. If you if you say so, if he does seventy five or fifty, he's gonna do venues, smaller venues that's gonna like support that. Yeah. But but yeah, that that yeah. there's also like levels to it though because you know like not yeah, everyone's yeah. gonna be not everyone's gonna be like out here like selling like a hundred thousand tickets or anything like that. I'm not yeah. I'm not gonna put like unrealistic standards on everybody. Like not 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 everybody out here gonna do like Drake numbers or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm, I'm not saying you even have to get close to Drake numbers to be successful. I'm sure like everybody has like a margin of like where they're successful and where they're not. You know, like for for like each album they sell, but like. I do feel like that is like at least for everybody like pretty like a pretty like high like market uh, a reasonably high uh like market for success is like can I sell this album am I marketing this album correctly you know like they'll go on like different shows and stuff or they'll be like on different people's you know like Instagrams their social medias whatever marketing so I feel like it's it's very important to like market your album and stuff. Okay, okay, yeah, make it known. Yeah, I, I just think um, I'm not saying that. I think my point is I'm not saying it's not important, mm-hmm. but I feel like back in the day, 
like, man, your first week sales was like. Oh, yeah, that was everything. It was, it was, it was definitely more important back then. Yeah, sure. because like, if you didn't do well, they're not doing your second album. Because mm-hmm. in today's Except- world, you could be streaming. Like you could be, uh, your album might be doing like good, like two, three years from now. And then that that's when you like start to pick up and like see like actual stuff like picking up. Like, exactly. you know, like Kendrick's to Pebble Butterfly, like everybody was saying like he fell off and then like two or three years later, everybody hopped on. Hop back on. Yeah. So something like, yeah, like that. Cause like back in the day, if you're for, like, and I, I, I was like talking, I was like talking to like the other hip hop heads about this. If you didn't, if you sold 150,000 a week, mm-hmm. that was considered an L. Like you had to do at least three to sometimes go plat. Sometimes you had to go 500,000, like 500,000 or like 300. Even that people look at like, eh, because you actually had to go out to buy the album. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I think, I think sales have, uh, I wouldn't say the importance of it isn't there, but like like I said, depending on your deal, if you're independent and you sell fifty thousand, and you make all that money from your master, if you own your like uh, master or your share of that album, yeah, selling that fifty thousand, you gonna get all that fucking money. But say mm-hmm. if you're on Def Jam, and they own your masters, and they own majority of your publishing. You sell the fifty thousand. That don't really help your pockets. <laughs> so it really depends. I think um, um, it is important, you know, depending on the artist, depending on the situation, and just like, you know, yeah, it's factors. There's a lot of factors. I think you just look into it, but you know, but yeah, that was a good question. I think Dylan, my brother, asked that question. He always likes to ask questions that'll get you to think. <laughs> Oh, some some questions here. Are y'all ready for that new Kendrick? I think that's. Mm-hmm. We ready. <laughs> we, we've been ready. We'll push it to you. Ever stop coke rap? Nah. Will Patrick ever <laughs> get smart? Well, who? Will Patrick ever get smart? Um, I feel like he did one time. And there's one record where there were, it was substance based. That first record, he was talking about a friend. So yeah, well, this one time. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy how I still I still work. <laughs> yeah, so one time. But yeah, um, yeah, he's still gonna rap about Coke. Uh I know what you do for a cone. Is it the Klondike bar? Is that how you say it? Klon- you saying Klondike bar? Yeah. Is this spelled K O L I N D? I can't spell the contact bar. You, okay, you, but what would you do for Alexis? Work and get the money to pay. I ain't doing nothing crazy. Wait, say say that again. Say the whole thing again. I know what you would do for. Uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. I know what you do for a contact bar. Contact bar, but what would you do for Alexis? First That's a UCJ lyric. <laughs> I, I guess I guess the person that asked that would know. Let's um, uh, not listen. I, I we, we work hard over here, uh, and um, I would pay for the Connect bar with cash. Yes, it's like I'd buy the Lexus with some some form of payment. But yes, 
Uh, Chris, what would you do? Uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> every, every, uh, anything any, uh, Anything you want to add to this, or should I just ask the next question? I'm good. Okay. Are aliens real? Yes. Move yes. on. Yes. Okay. Oh, wait, real quick. Did y'all see, uh, I think that was earlier this week or last week. Um, people were tripping out because, like, scientists, I don't know whether it was NASA or somebody else, were sending, like, Earth's coordinates to, like, outer space. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Man, it was so weird about uh, Okay, okay. <clears throat> they ran an experiment. No, I don't want to say anything controversial. I don't want to say anything controversial that. But certain p- people... Please stop putting our lives at risk. There are other people. Okay? Stop playing. And I think y'all know what I'm talking about. But this, these certain people that are doing this, please. But I, they don't, they're probably not thinking about anybody else. They're, oh, it's fun. Let's give them their Earth coordinates. Oh, that would be so fun if we could see some aliens and play with them. <laughs> I mean, they're going to Stop playing. Stop, I just say, stop playing, y'all. All I'm saying is they did this experiment before with the satellite. They put some sounds on it and sent it out in space. Um, eventually bounced back and um, gave us some radio waves and stuff. I forget what it was named. Um, I think it was Voyager. Oh, I remember that. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. I don't remember either his name either, but I remember uh, that. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Either way, there's something out there. Okay. <laughs> Somebody put a question that said no. The person that did that also said, yes. the, yeah, yeah, I, I, Chris, the person that said that, I don't think you want to say yes to for any. Just oh, any. wait, no, they, they said no. E. But, uh, no, but they just, they just put no. Yeah. And the person that I just, I dispelled his the person about, yeah, you, you may, you may or may not have to believe that, but, um, this person also said he wanted to ask a question, but he said that it would melt my phone. So, Chris, don't that. say yes because you like the yeah. I don't know what I'm saying yes to. Yeah. Okay, let me see something. Let me see something. He may have been, because this, these people are crazy. Because he. Okay, he didn't respond to that shit. Okay, good. Okay, I'm responding to that. All right, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, I think that's it for the- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so it really just said no? Yeah, and then I was I said something in the chat, and then he was like, I was going to ask a question, but uh, the type of question I asked, it would melt your phone. And I'm like, you know what, man? You're very unpredictable. I don't want to risk it, so keep it to yourself. But you do have instigators like somebody we know that wanted to press him for it. Mm-hmm. And I just said, well, Jesus grabbed the wheel. I'm not looking at that. <laughs> oh, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that in the chat. You said yeah. you scared of it and somebody put up uh, Jesus grabbing the wheel. Yeah, Jesus grabbed the wheel because I, I am not entertaining any wildness in that. Sometimes they just get a little too crazy. But yeah, um, that's it for the show. Um, 
Anything else you want to get off your chest or should I just wrap it up? That's it for me. All right. Yeah. Like I always say, you can find us on YouTube. We'll be on YouTube 315 Eastern Time Monday um, on all podcasting platforms. Midnight. On Mondays. Um, Remember, like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Please engage with us. Um, on every platform, please give us a rating. Please leave a comment anywhere else, and you know, just engage with us, man. We want to grow. We want to know what you guys think about the podcast. Um, our social media at Out of the Berg on IG, Out of the Berg Pod on Twitter, and my personal is at Kofi Pita at IG at Peter Co. At Peter Kofi on um, Twitter. I just had him. Yeah. Chris. You can catch me on Twitter at Big Chris underscore five seven and IG at Everybody Loves Chris. Avery, if you have your socials or. Okay, uh, find me, Avery, at capital K O O B A on IG. And you can come find me at um, Twitter at. Everything with three. I can't be sure. I got to change that. Sometime in high school. Anyway, right. I can't stand the rain. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were trying to be busting around. My window. Uh, well, either, either coffee, or. I think. <laughs> either or. Like I say, stay black, stay woke. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> hey, we beat him to it. Well, <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Out of the Berg Podcast. We're available on all podcasting platforms, and we ask that you like, comment, share, and subscribe, as well as hit that notification bell. That way you'll be notified whenever we release a new video. And as always, we like you, we love you, but we gotta go. Bye.